Well, it's wonderful to be in the house of the Lord today. Please turn in your Bibles to the 127th Psalm. Always encourage the saints of the Lord to bring their Bibles to church. Psalm 127, verse 1 reads, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Unless the Lord... No builder would have their building be in vain. No watchman, no guard would have their guarding be in vain. Concerning the Lord, we know that when He builds, it is never in vain. And when He guards, it is never in vain. In vain, the text, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. What we see here in this verse is that the Lord employs people. The Lord uses people to accomplish the work. The Lord uses people to guard the work. The voice Bible reads, Unless the eternal builds the house, those who labor to raise it will have worked for nothing. Unless the eternal stands watch over the city, those who guard it have wasted their time. The futility of human endeavor apart from God. Can we receive from this text in this manner? Think of it like this. A home builder may never actually put their hand to the hammer, but the whole project and the manner of building and the flow of employment and deployment and the result of erecting all their design. The Lord equips for the building. The Lord equips for the guarding, and thank Him, He does. As we labor under the guidance and oversight of the Lord, as we labor according to the design of the Lord, the blueprint He has drawn up, we can know labor that is not in vain. As we watch under the guidance of the Lord, As we watch according to the design of the Lord, the plan He has drawn up, we can guard in such a way that it is not in vain. I think of the house of the Lord. And the text is true. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Think of our houses, our homes, unless the Lord. 
I think of the abode of life, all that we fashion, all that we make, all that we build, all that we then seek to watch over and guard. Unless the Lord. Matthew chapter 7, beginning of verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. The choice of foundation. Rock foundation versus sand. We're all building in this life. Foundation is important. And then we read 1 Corinthians 3, beginning at verse 9, For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, what does it say? Each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it. Because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. Church, there is choice of foundation. And we be wise to labor, build on the rock. The Bible is clear that the foolish, the foolish labor and the foolish build on sand. Unless the Lord, unless the Lord builds, unless the Lord guards. Right here we see the psalm speak, for Jesus said, whoever hears these sayings of mine, and does them. I will liken him to a wise man who built. Jesus knows how to build. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost know how to build. No other company can compare the craftsmanship, the attention to detail, the finishing, so far beyond all else. The Godhead three-in-one are in the building business, and they are in the guarding business. Verse 
They are training and equipping. They are empowering individuals. They are giving laborers and watchers the tools necessary. They are anointing these for the task. You see, as we labor and build according to what we hear and read and receive, holy plans, holy blueprints, holy orders, holy design, we watch in the same manner. In this, the Lord surely is building and guarding. For as we do so according to that which he has laid out and determined, the house is built by the Lord and the city guarded. Every house of the Lord, every church is to be founded on rock. Every home, every saint's house is to be founded on rock. And every abode, all that we fashion, all that we make, all that we build, all that we then seek to watch over and guard is to be founded on rock. Our very lives. Now we know that Jesus Christ is the rock. And according to his own words, the rock is his sayings. Back to Matthew 7, reading from the message, These words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life. Homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundational words. Words to build a life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on solid rock. Rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit. But nothing moved that house. It was fixed to the rock. But if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach. When a storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. Ah, Another reason... We never had playing cards in our home growing up. J.B. Phillips, New Testament. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice how many parents in the house like when your children hear your words but don't put them into practice? This is what the Lord is saying to us. Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a sensible man who builds his house on the rock. Down came the rain and up came the floods while the winds blew and roared upon that house and it did not fall because its foundations were on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not follow them can be compared to a foolish man. Built his house on sand. Down came the rain and up came the floods while the winds blew and battered that house till it collapsed and fell with a great crash. 
So we understand the call, and the call is clear. Build on rock. Tying the two scriptures together today with what would the Lord have us build? Back to 1 Corinthians 3, J.B. Phillips, New Testament, I only say this. Let the builder be careful how he builds. The foundation is laid already and no one can lay another for it is Jesus Christ himself. But any man who builds on the foundation, using as his material gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, or stubble, must know that each man's work will one day be shown for what it is. The day will show it plainly enough, for the day will arise. The day will arise in a blaze of fire, and that fire will prove the nature of each man's work. If the work that the man has built upon the foundation will stand this test, he will be rewarded. What are we building with? With what are we building upon the rock? Be it the church, be it our homes, our houses, our families, be it our abode, all that we fashion, all that we make, all that we build. You see, one might claim that they are building with right materials, gold, silver, precious stones. But what would the Lord say upon site inspection? If he was to come right now and check things out. Okay, you got the right foundation. And then take a look at what we're building with. We say, Lord, you see, you see the gold, silver, precious stones. You know, an inspector can see things we can't. Would he find wood, hay, and stubble? One manner of building stands the test. One manner of building receives reward. The Bible is clear that every work shall be brought into judgment. It's costly to build something of worth. Any builder in the natural knows it's costly. Anyone who's hired a builder in the natural knows it's costly to build something of worth. It costs to build. A wise builder first counts the cost, and that same builder must be willing to count the cost. Further words from our Lord. 
Luke 14, we pick it up at verse 26. If anyone comes to me and does not hate, that is detest, love less, his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. That's the gospel. That's the way of the disciple. This is the call of Christ. Because he knows what's at stake. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it? Lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? Or else... While the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions for peace. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. Quite the text. The Voice Bible reads, just imagine that you want to build a tower. Wouldn't you first sit down and estimate the cost to be sure you have enough to finish what you start? If you lay the foundation but then can't afford to finish the tower, everyone will mock you. Look at that guy who started something that he couldn't finish. If you want to be my disciple, it will cost you everything. Don't underestimate that cost. You know, Jesus didn't preach no soft sell gospel. He said the foundation, the foundation set on the foundation. My words are foundational words to build a life upon. Then he lays it out very clearly. Just how serious it is. You know, the Lord's heart for us is that what is built is founded right. That what is built is constructed right and fashioned with the right materials. His heart for us is that what is built stands the test, endures. The Lord's heart is that it be properly watched over, properly guarded, Guarded right. No wonder he calls us to move in accordance with his strategies. You want to build right? You want to build with gold, silver, precious stones upon the rock foundation that is Jesus Christ? Take hold of his blueprints. 
His design, his procedures, his protocols, his standards, line upon line, precept upon precept. Move in accordance with his strategies. Like prayer and intercession. Fasting. Bible reading. Church attendance, so much more as the great day approaches, for each man's work will be shown for what it is. Fire will prove the nature of each man's work. In accordance with his strategies, the right manner concerning desires, passions, and entertainments, and speech, and conduct. The influences, the schedules we keep, the things we commit to, the things we involve ourselves in and with, the associations, the way we show our children, the way we rule under his rulership. You see, he knows what's at stake. He says, don't lay another foundation. Be sure you build it right. We might claim today that we are building with the right materials. But if we were to open ourselves up, our lives up to the Lord, if we were to open our homes up to the Lord, if churches were to open their doors to the Lord and say, come, inspect the site. What would he find? Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. I would say to the people of God, now is the time to count the cost. And now is the time to be willing to count the cost. Be it the house of the Lord be it our houses, our homes, our families, be it the abode of life, all that we fashion, all that we make, all that we build, all that we then seek to watch over the word of the Lord, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Proverbs 24, verses 3 and 4. Through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. What kind of wisdom are we talking about? Who's understanding the knowledge Hebrews 3, 4, for every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. Let it be, Lord, that the house that I've built, he built all things. Let's pick up the parable from another gospel. For I read in it the promise of an unshakable structure. Luke 6 Verses 46 to 49, but why do you call me Lord, Lord? And do not do the things which I say. Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. 
He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it. For it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing. So obviously we see there's those that hear and do, and those that hear and do nothing. This is not a today problem. Jesus was dealing with the same thing. Can you imagine? The Son of God, God in flesh, and he's dealing with the same thing. Take heart, people. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Did we catch that? Could not shake it. Why? Because it was founded on the rock. Don't skip the foundation. For the truth is, we cannot build with gold, silver, and precious stones on sand. This folly will be proven, and that which we call gold, silver, and precious stones will be revealed as the wood, hay, and stubble that it is on Christ, on his sayings. All other ground is sinking sand. The Amplified Bible, when a flood arose... The torrent broke against that house and could not shake or move it because it had been securely built or founded on a rock. Unless the Lord, I don't know about you, but I want the Lord to build my house. I want the Lord to guard my city. But it says we move in accordance with his blueprint, his plan, his design, his protocols, his principles, his ways, line upon line, precept upon precept. You think in the natural when you build something, if you skip on part of the design, the design, what of the integrity? Let's talk about us for a moment, the individual, the person. You know, when we come to know Jesus Christ, when we surrender our life, when we give him everything, how many know there's, there's work to be done? Foundational work and work on the outside and inside of who we are. I share with you the words of C.S. Lewis. Imagine yourself as a living house. God comes in to rebuild that house. At first, perhaps, you can understand what he is doing. He is getting the drains right, 
and stopping the leaks in the roof and so on. You knew that those jobs needed doing, and so you are not surprised. But presently he starts knocking the house about in a way that hurts abominably and does not seem to make any sense. What on earth is he up to? The explanation is that he is building quite a different house from the one you thought of. Throwing out a new wing here, putting on an extra floor there, running up towers, making courtyards. You thought you were being made into a decent little cottage, but he is building a palace. He intends to come and live in it himself. Press on when you don't get it, when it doesn't seem to make sense. Let the Lord work. Let him in, let him work, let him build, and he is faithful to guard that which he builds. Let him rebuild, let him set things right. Let him stop what needs stopping. Let him knock down walls, let him stretch the place, let him increase capacity. Let him beautify the inside and beautify the outside. We are the temple of the Lord. A palace he is building that he intends to come and live in. Don't be content to be a decent little cottage when his intent is that you be a palace. His labor in us and upon us shall stand. If he is free to have his way, that which he builds shall last the test. I say to all of us here today, no matter our age, no matter how long we've been following Jesus, or perhaps today is decision day where we make a decision to follow Jesus. Take what he says and run with it. Work with it according to it. You can have the worship team retire today. There are forces in this life. Rain descends. The floods come and the winds blow and beat on that which is built in this life. And there will come a day, there comes a day when fire shall test it. People of God, unless the Lord. This scripture is not on the screen, but Jeremiah 22, verses 13 to 15. Woe unto him that buildeth his house by unrighteousness and his chambers by wrong that useth his neighbor's service without wages and giveth him not for his work, that saith, I will build me a wide house and large chambers, and cutteth him out windows, and it is sealed with cedar and painted with vermilion. Shalt thou reign because thou closest thyself in cedar? Strivest to excel in cedar? 
Did not thy father eat and drink and do judgment and justice? And then it was well with him. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Please hear these words today. Note what the psalmist says. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. The pivotal word in the text is the word vain. Three times it rings out as a death knell to the hope of every man who tries to do without God. Vain is your building a house. Vain is your watching a city. Vain is your rising up early and sitting up late. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. All is vanity, utter vanity without God. Success in life without God is always vain. The world might say otherwise. A man may be a millionaire without God, but what is that? He may be reported in the newspapers to have died worth a million when in fact he was not worth a brass button. He was put into a coffin, lowered into a grave, but he was worth nothing at all. He could take nothing with him. Even the silver plate on the coffin did not belong to him. If anyone had dug open the grave and taken the plate away, he could not have said, leave that alone, it is mine. We brought nothing into this world, and it is certain that we can carry nothing out. Oh, says one, but a man may be famous without God. Yes, in a sense he may. But have you ever analyzed fame? Of what good is it to a dead man? Of what good is it to a damned man? A man in hell and his name in every newspaper. A man in the bottomless pit and they say that he is one of the great men of the age who has left his mark upon the world. But if it is a mark without God, what kind of mark is it? A mark that had better be obliterated as soon as possible. No creature can be a success unless it pleases its creator. No man can be a success unless he has treasure laid up for immortality, a mansion in heaven, a place to abide in the islands of the blessed, in the land of the hereafter. Without God, he is a complete failure in life. Now, the world might not like to hear it, but that is the truth. Without God, he is a complete failure. 
all the building, all the guarding, all the watching, all the staying up late, all the fretting, all the time, all the endeavor, the drive to make more, to be more, to be somebody, to gain the eyes of another. Without God, and without it being for Him, vain. Vanity of vanities, cries the preacher. Without God, we are a complete failure in life. Oh, happy and blessed is the man who has risen above that groveling and who knows that without his God he cannot prosper. He first of all goes to him to learn what true prosperity is and then he looks to him to bestow it unless the Lord. Let's stand. Lord, I can't speak on behalf of others here today. For each must speak on behalf of themselves. Founded on the rock versus founded on the sand. And with what are we building? If we are building upon the rock, let it be with gold, silver, and precious stones.